Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show, everyone. Time to last week, the title of the podcast was reviewing a wild, wild card weekend. That didn't even do it justice because this week was so much wilder. I mean, last week was even wild. I was trying to hype you guys up, but this week was really wild. This week, in reality, was wild, and I don't even have to hype this up. This is crazy. We're gonna get into all, we're gonna get into all of it. Of course, there was so much action. Every single game progressively got crazier. It was nuts. Um, yep. But first, of course, remember to subscribe to the podcast on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple, and all that great stuff. And again, I want to remind you about Juice Tool merch coming soon, and we will keep keep you posted on that as well. As you can see, Meisty's got the Juice Tool logo over there in the background, the beautiful logo. Uh, let's get rolling. Anyway, Bengals-Titans felt like a millennium ago, but it, in reality, <laughs> it was right Saturday afternoon, just just about 48 hours ago, and it, it, it was it was a really crazy game. I mean, it was just like a typical close game, right? Ten-point lead, Titans came back. You know, but critical interception at the end. I mean, it was pretty crazy. It was 25 seconds left, and the Titans were knocking on the door, field goal range, and, uh, you know, the ball gets tipped up. I want to give a lot of credit to the Bengals' defense in this game because I know people are going to point fingers at Ryan Tannehill for throwing those three interceptions, but two of those interceptions, whether they were his fault or not, maybe a little late on that last interception, maybe great plays by the Bengals' defense. Just really showed up and uh, really made some key plays in this game. But um, – what do you guys? What do you? What do you guys? What do you think, Mike? Joe Burrow here. He is AFC Championship game. It's his first full year, and here he is. Like, what do you think about that? Young quarterbacks coming in and making an impact right away. You made a good point on his defense. That it's been this way all season with them. They have been. They just show up when they need to. Like that one play, and they're there all season. They need to stop this game. They got the stop. Um, you know, it's like you need. Um, so, Joe Burrow has just been outstanding we've you know we've questioned you know will he stay cool under pressure doesn't matter what's coming at him he he's earning his way to the Mahomes and Josh Allen level he's getting there I mean he's in the AFC championship game it's unbelievable but hot take of the night there it is no but (laughs) I have my hot take of the night for the Bills Chiefs game but but hot take number one (laughs) no but he he you know, we, we say, oh, he made it to the AFC Championship game. Mark Sanchez made it to the AFC Championship game. Just, yeah. just you know, it be, making it to the AFC Championship game is one thing. It's great. When he wins the Super Bowl, if he wins the Super Bowl this year, we'll talk, you know. But until then, he's in the AFC Championship game. It's very nice. It's good. You, you know, that you have to complete the season. So, you know, Joe Burrow, I'll give him a lot of credit. He's making the throws. He's making the plays. He's doing what he's got to do. His defense is showing up when they need to. So, the Bengals are just clicking right now, and there's no better time to get hot than in the playoffs. I mean, that's that's the goal of the season, to win the playoffs. Um, so that's really um, it. I mean, the Bengals are just beat winning. So you, what do you got? They they honestly didn't stop the run as much as I thought they would have in, in a game that they won. Like, they, they gave up 140 rushing yards. But, you know, they, they stopped Derrick Henry relatively. They only gave up 62 yards, and you know, <coughs> one carry. So 3.7 yards per carry. You know, even Foreman was running better than him, but but Derrick Henry, you know, he's coming back, so he's the guy. You want to hear something funny? Someone, someone, someone tweeted out. Uh, Mike Renner from PFF. He tweeted out, "How many people thought Derrick Henry broke off that fifty-yard run?" <laughs> exactly. They had no idea who it was. Exactly. He looks, so he looks like a a smaller. He's got the dreads. He looks like a smaller yeah. Derrick Henry, and he, he's like a great value Derrick Henry, but. Like, <laughs> Derrick Henry's return. I mean, I, I was saying it all week. I, I I didn't think, and I was buying into Rockies. Uh, you know, running backs don't matter as much as people think. 
And I obviously Henry was an outlier, but I knew he was going to be rusty coming back. And they shut him down for for Derrick Henry. They shut him down, and their defense stepped up, made all these plays. And Ryan Tannehill made one absolutely insane throw to AJ Brown for that back shoulder touchdown after they got that incredible interception back from the Bengals. And you thought, oh, okay, here the Titans are going to clamp down, and they got nine sacks. But but Burrow didn't give up, and he he even behind this. <laughs> you know, horrendous offensive line that's going to cost them eventually. Um, he, he didn't quit. He didn't, he kept fighting and he hit Jamar Chase right after the interception with 20 seconds left. He hit Jamar Chase on that 15, 20 yard out route that got him into field goal range. And he made the plays when he needed, when he needed to, you know, he didn't even throw a touchdown and he, he, it wasn't his best game, but Tennessee defense is, is, uh, is really solid, but he stepped up when, when he needed to and and Ryan Tannehill shrunk in this matchup, you know, throwing three interceptions and costing his team the game with that final drive and that with that final interception when they're trying to drive down for their own game winning field goal. And then just the confidence that that um the Bengals had in McPherson and their rookie kicker. Um I thought that I think they had a timeout left. I thought they were going to try to to run maybe for 10 more yards or try to get a few couple more yards, get a little closer to that final field goal. But then I just see Burrow go go down to the right side because McPherson likes on the right, and I'm like, for a loss of three, by the way, yeah, for a loss of three, and I'm like, okay, it plus fifty plus yards, yard. sure, like, <laughs> good try, yeah, it's a rookie, and and he nailed it, like it, it's giving me shades of um, Justin Tucker from his rookie year in 2012. Well, when he was undrafted, but the, the Bengals they tweeted right after. That's why he drafted kicker. But but they're able to come out the win and and I was saying I've, I've been saying DVOA man it, it matters they they were not the Titans were not not as good as everyone thought and it's going to cost them their quarterback cost them and their offense was just sluggish and they besides that one throw by by um, Tannehill and and a couple throws to AJ Brown uh, they they are just not as good as as a one seed should be and. You know, another one seed that we talked about actually had a, that we're going to talk about actually had a good offense. They also got shut down, but but I knew I just knew the Titans were gonna were gonna be one and done. Yeah, Meisty was actually dead on this weekend because we were all going, no, the one seeds they generally make it far. They both lost this weekend. Both the teams with the bye lost on Saturday, which is crazy. I think the nine the two seeds lost. And one of the two, right, as well, exactly, which is pretty crazy in its own right. And the other two seed could have very well could have gone either way. But anyway, so the nine sack number is interesting because yes, the Titans sacked Burrow nine times, but only pressured him thirteen. So that means you know generally you'll, you'll have this phenomenon in certain games where the, the pressures can are converted into sacks, right? Like so a yeah. team can get home twenty times and only convert them into four sacks. Yeah. This time, the Titans got home 13 and converted almost all of them into sacks. So it wasn't like they were pressuring Burr all day. He dropped back 37 times, I believe. Don't quote me on that. 37 times. And they pressured him 13. So that means there were 30, 24 dropbacks where he was throwing the ball from a clean pocket out of 37. That's actually not such a bad number. That's below the average. In fact, the week before against the Raiders, he was under pressure more often, more frequently well, Max Crosby can do that more frequently than he was this week against the Titans. So I don't, I don't, I don't think the Bengals' offensive line was as big of a train wreck. It's just that when they were losing their battles, they were losing real good. That's really what it was. But they weren't losing their battles, you know, percentage-wise as much as as uh, as as, you, as people pointed out. I just like to take away the the uh, the narrative over there. I hear but that, um, that could be on the quarterback yeah. also taking and and on the on the game plan where where they're scheming up no deeper routes, deeper routes because they think the. 
the Titans corners or whatever aren't aren't as good and not going to be able to stop them. So they scheme up the deeper routes and Burrow doesn't have anywhere to go. So he takes them. Some of them could be on him, but some of them could be on the on the play calling as well. Was there any? Yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Was there any like injury report or anything on Joe Burrow after being sacked nine times? Like no, he's been report? sacked. He's been sacked more times than any other quarterback besides yeah. Ryan Tannehill this year. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he used to it. Yeah, and he's a Bengal. Yeah, and they they never could they never built an offensive line their whole lives. Yeah, why start now? Yeah. Well, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> exactly. They got a little better this year. A little better. Um, like I said, thirteen pressures is not terrible. Could have been a lot worse. Um, but you know, most you mentioned that Mark Sanchez has made the AFC Championship game. I believe the year before, prior to that, when Sanchez didn't start, they were nine and seven, right, with Brett Favre. I don't remember exactly, right? They had Brett Favre oh, at the end of his career, and they were nine and seven, and then they were nine and seven in Sanchez's rookie year. So I don't think it's the I don't think it's a great comparison. The Bengals were absolutely oh, awful. Heading into this year. Want, you saw, you saw, you saw that uh, you saw the impact Bur- la- the lack of Burrow had on the Bengals last year when he went out and they barely won a game. So uh, I, I probably not a very good comparison, but no, anyway, compare, you're right. That was a bad comparison, but. The- if you go back, you'll look how many quarterbacks that all you they you know they won the wild card game and then they they won that they beat the one team and you're like, oh, this is so good and it's like look who it is at the end of the day it's these random quarterbacks and they'll make the Super Bowl even if they you know they beat the Chiefs you're talking about Andy Reid like forget it. <laughs> yeah, I think his his point more was was um, Burrow's going to the to the uh, AFC Championship and I, I know that is a big accomplishment in and of itself but like Mark Sanchez has been to an AFC Championship. As well. <laughs> right. Gotta, gotta prove it, prove it. I mean, he burrows two times in a row, but two times in a row. But um, we'll see. We'll see if he can handle the, the difference. The Jets had, I think, the number one defense that year, but yeah. either and way. the best run team. That's it, that was that was exactly my point, right? But <laughs> the Bengals even certainly improved in a lot of aspects. But yeah, there were no Jets defense that year. All right, so I think we should we we'll move on, yeah, to the next game. Yep. Uh, Niners, Packers, this was absolutely nuts. Also, right? We almost think the Bengals Titans game wasn't even crazy. It was. It was a crazy close game. But but this Niners Packers, I mean, you just you know basically what happened is the Packers went down and scored in the first drive, right? And you're thinking, right? We're all thinking the same thing. Okay, here we go, right? Rodgers is gonna dominate this game, and then and then the next drive they also drove down the field, got to about the 41 in the plus territory, 41 yard line, and then uh, the Mercedes Lewis fumble that changed everything. Mercedes Lewis fumbled the ball, and the Packers only got into Niners territory twice the entire game. And one time they did convert it into a field goal. One time the field goal was in fact blocked. So obviously that was huge. And what happened to the Packers? They do this, they do this all the time. They start off a game hot and then their foot, especially in the playoffs, their foot on the gas and then they take the foot off the gas. And then all of a sudden it's just not working. And and I just I am mind boggled because Rodgers, especially in those last two drives, he had an opportunity to bring him down and win the game, just like Garoppolo did. And we'll get to Garoppolo a little sooner. I have a strong opinion there. But obviously, Rodgers did not do it. Three incompletions on that last play and just not on the same page as Devontae Adams. Seems like the Niners did a great job of taking away a Rodgers' first read. And when they did that, he wasn't going to second or third reads. Valdez Scantling wasn't in this game. He did not get Cobb. Ray, we mentioned this on the podcast last week. He's very good at getting Cobb and Lazard and those guys involved. Yeah. He didn't. Other than Adams and, and, and Aaron Jones, the, remainder, the remaining receivers on the Packers had two receptions in this game. So it was just the Adams and Aaron Jones show. And they took away Adams. Nothing. I mean, nothing to show for it. Like, Yehuda, what happened to Rodgers? I'm trying to wrap my, ma- my mind around it. Um, I think it, it, came down, <laughs> no, it came down to, to no trust in the other guys. 
the I mean, DVOA did say they weren't as good as 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 we all thought they were, and how bad, how atrocious their special teams were. You know, it's three phases of the game, so there there is a part of that. But their offense, um, he you could see on the play, the third down play that Rocky was talking about, where he he chucks it deep to um, Devonte Adams, and the second he throws it, I'm like, okay, here's some Aaron Rodgers magic right now, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, he's double covered, like, okay, here's Devonte Adams magic, I'm like, yeah. doesn't happen, doesn't happen. But the, if you watch the camera pan over it looked like alan lazard was wide open in the middle of the field like what are you doing just take take your guy over the middle for 10 yard 10 yard gain get a first down you know move the football down the field and and set up a game-winning classic aaron Rodgers drive and it looked like he didn't want to throw to anyone but but uh devontae and uh and aaron jones they his number one receiver was was uh aaron jones you know our running back who who uh, got a big breakaway uh, catch that you know didn't end up in a touchdown, but but uh, Alan Lazard and Mercedes, two other guys, you know, one other receiver getting a target, Randall Cobb not even getting a target, like he has no choice. Crazy. And I, I don't know what he's doing. You have to get your your other guys involved. That you know the Niners are going to double, you know, even triple. Devonta Adams, like we've seen in, in some games. And when that happens, you throw, throw to other guys and he's done it before, but he just, he just locked up in the postseason. I don't know. Get the other guys involved. Remember Meisty said that about the Bills uh, Chiefs game and Dave Davis went off for over 200 yards. So you're right, you know, yeah. but yeah, continue. Yeah. But he didn't uh, just wanted to, I don't yeah. know. I don't know where it went. I, I'm very confused, but, but then you, on the other side, you've got to give Jimmy G credit. I know Rocky, um, you, you have the, the big Jimmy G hate, and and where's my pull up bar? Yeah, <laughs> my Jimmy but, G under, but yeah, beautiful. Yeah. He had, and he had zero yards into going into the second second quarter or something. Yeah, remember well, to bring up the Mahomes over later in the show. Yeah. Remember, to we, bring were, up. we were live talking about that, <laughs> live texting about that. That that was that was a little fluky because of that that George Kittle. Uh, pass over the middle that he dropped that could have been a touchdown but yeah you the jimmy g under is so, solid hit but but uh <clears throat> when jimmy g needed to come through when it was 10 10 left <clears throat> and he just got the ball back i thought either <clears throat> flame out and jimmy g's gonna uh, make an, a mistake and make a, a fumble or interception something's gonna happen poorly and the the packers will get bailed out or he's gonna drive down and score and then rogers will will respond with an epic, epic comeback drive, but he played the clock perfectly. He played the drive beautifully, hitting passes over the middle, running the ball, beautiful, beautiful timing job. Three, three and a half minutes, beautiful four minute drive. You know, four, they call four minute offense, get down in field goal range. Robbie gold nails it. Robbie is gold. And, and you got to give him credit for that drive. You, you got to give him credit for all his flaws. He, he's just coming through in the clutch to pull off that major upset. Uh, if if there's there's 60 minutes of football and for three minutes he made a couple nice throws, yeah. but for the rest of it he was awful. And I'm not listen. I I I don't know. I keep on saying that's all the Niners have. All, all you have to do is beat the Niners and put the game in Jimmy G's hands. And as the Packers didn't, that's why they didn't score any points on offense. And, and yeah. It just it, it came. Yes, it came down to Jimmy G needing to make one or two throws, and ultimately he did. I give him credit. The fact that he was in that position after the fact, he was in the position and he put them. But of course, they were in that hole because of him. The offense couldn't get anything going, and if it weren't for some fluke special teams and the Packers, one of the worst special teams performances I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, like you know, that. special teams. Especially things can impact the game, and Yehuda's been pointing this out. It definitely can, but most of the time it doesn't have that big of an impact unless the unit is this awful. That's <laughs> and you saw what happened. 
Right? No, 100%. And they've been awful the entire year. I don't know the numbers exactly, but that apparently one of the one of the worst uh, special teams in the league. Last play of the set of the first half, you had the block field. The very next play of the game, which was the first play of the second half, Debo Samuel brings it uh, to the 50-yard line, and then they get they march down the field a little more and get a field goal, and that was huge, right? That's what got the Niners finally on the board. And then obviously you had some more more returns. You had the you know last last field last, last field goal where they didn't get all the, the, the ten men on the field. Like I I I very rarely see you know you have the ten men on the field thing happen, but on a on a field goal, let alone a field goal at the end of the game, what are you doing? Get, get eleven men on the I'm field. Come on, how do you how do you do that? And then the block punt was bizarre because the ball flies in the air and everyone's like, like Heim freezes. Like what's going on? Like do we even know where the ball is? Now? But I think I I'm confused. Like did they just not know where the ball was or did they just? Think that the ball, like, there was no ball, like did it disappear? You can't field? track, you can't track the ball in that situation. Everyone's looking for it. To no go idea. Straight, and it goes up in the air. So they just stop. No, you stop. They're looking for it. They're looking for it. Someone's, someone's got to get eyes on the ball. Someone's got to call it out. I think I, right. I, 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 coaches have to say where it is. Coaches have to be like, find you. <laughs> yeah. so, is that a thing? <laughs> and what, what else are they supposed to do, Rocky? I don't know. I'm asking you. That's why I'm I'm bringing it up. I was confused. Just I, I but you guys, you know, cleared my confusion. I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> this is a I'll wacky game. This was yeah. wacky. This, so many Rocky. wacky plays. What'd you say, Bicey? I'll, I'll say it like this. I'll keep it short and simple. I've never seen a team be able to drive about 15, 20 yards every single drive with ease to like the 40, 45 yard line, and then just nope, no more yards. <laughs> we are the Packers. We are the Packers. You can like, what are you expecting? Like a Hail Mary at that point? They should have just gone to the Hail Mary. Right. They probably would have had some catches. Like they were getting to midfield almost every time without an issue, and then just, just stop. All right, let's I, I uh, think... let's let's play cowboy football. You know, I, <laughs> I think this game. I, th- I saw a stat on Twitter that this is the first uh, playoff game that a team won without an offensive touchdown. Yeah. Crazy. That's quite possible. I wouldn't be – especially against – it's probably the first time anyone's beaten Aaron Rodgers without an offensive touchdown, <laughs> to be honest. We have to look up those stats, but it was just Talking bizarre. Talking about random quarterbacks in championship games, Jimmy Garoppolo is going to a championship game in 20 years. At yeah. second, second time in 20 years. years. So talk about – this is the I'm same. sorry. I'm sorry. They're in there in spite of him. This is the same team plus like Debo that went to the Super Bowl, what, two, three years ago? It's the same Niners team. No, only better. Their defense is not as good. Their defense I think the defense is, is good, but not as good. Yeah. Right. But now they have. Yeah, no, it's a good defense, but you, like you mentioned, it struggles in the secondary, but up front, they're, you know, they have a great passer. Passer yeah. is the story of the weekend in a lot of ways, for sure. But um, well, <laughs> one of the stories of the weekend. But anyway, this is crazy, and we're all we're all scratching our heads and wondering why the heck Rogers played so bad down the stretch here. Mm-hmm. Um, but nice I think yeah. Point. We're sorry. Last thing, the special teams. I I thought it was going to burn them in the NFC Championship. We all did. We all thought they're going to NFC Championship, but it it just burned them so so much earlier. And now you did call it. the the blame is it's it's on Rogers a little bit, but I I think it is fair. <laughs> to blame the special teams a lot more because uh, if that punt gets off, I don't, I don't know if I see Jimmy G coming down 10, three, making a, a touchdown drive, a game tying touchdown drive. I don't think that would happen. The fact that he only had to get a field goal and he only needed, you know, 40 yards instead of a full touchdown drive, I think would just game changing. So the Packers probably should have won that game 10 to three. And then we we'd have concerns about the Packers offense. And then we'd see them NFC championship game, probably wither. Again, and the special teams make a mistake, but just special teams just 
but atrocious. Yep, absolutely. And uh, you were dead on about the uh, special teams having an impact that about had about, about as big of an impact as special teams possibly can. And uh, that ultimately was the Packers' downfall, that and Rodgers just not playing up to par. So, you know, we'll have some interesting storylines. We'll have to discuss, obviously, you know, Rodgers heading into the offseason. That'll probably become a little more clear, although there'll probably be a lot of unclarity surrounding that as well. We'll head to the next game, Rams-Bucks, which, you know, looked to be fine. No, we had great games last night, Saturday. And then finally we get our first blowout, our first, you know, <laughs> mismatch, our first landslide. And uh, lo and behold, for no apparent reason whatsoever, the Rams fumbled the ball three times in the second half and decided to let the Bucks right back into the game. And uh, 27-3 lead just disappears, and not even, like, quickly. Like, slowly, slowly, slowly. Like, the, the Bucks are slowly chipping out. First, it's a field goal in the fourth quarter, and everyone's wondering, like, hey, you're down by 24, and you're getting a field goal. I, I, I understand logic, I guess, but, like, is it going to help you that much? And then, like, okay, you get the touchdown, the big play to Mike Evans, and you're like, okay, this is getting a little closer. And then all of a sudden, you have a big fumble in, in Rams territory, and the Bucks take it down and score it, and it, it's a tie ball game. Like, this was nuts. And everyone was like, well, you know, make it 28-3. You know how many people were calling for the Rams to go for two on that last touchdown? Make it 28-3, 28-3, we'll have the same comeback. But, you know, you know, I don't want to say Brady did it, but Brady and the Bucks did it. They came back, and they erased a 24-plus point deficit Two times in the last five years, Brady's probably for sure. He's the first player to do it once, so he's obviously the first player to do it twice. The question is, is he the first player to do it twice, you know, including the regular season? <clears throat> I didn't stat check that. Yeah. I'm not sure. But this was just a crazy game, and uh, it came down to the zero blitz at the end of the game. The zero blitz, and Stafford chucks it up there to Cooper Cup. He's wide open. Why are you blitzing? Stat, you have a guy that's the one of the best route runners in football, one-on-one -on -one with a safety. All you need is 30 yards, end up getting like 50, 60 yards, and Stafford made a big throw. Stafford made some big-time throws in this game, credit to him. But why the zero blitz at the end of the game, guys? Why the zero blitz? They, uh, we, we talked about it. I don't know why. Tom, Todd Bowles know that, knows this. I gave you all the stats about how good Stafford is against the blitz. He, he knows that. I don't know why you're zero blitzing going back to your get it's your identity and what you want to do. But like, like you said, Rocky, they, they've got, they've got one of the best route runners, the best receiver in the game this year, you know, arguably Devonte Adams with Devante. Um, you have a very, very capable number two Odell. You have a good deep threat Van Jefferson. Don't blitz. <laughs> just, just stay back. <laughs> and I think, I think he was inclined to blitz because of what had happened to play before. I don't know if they necessarily blitz, in the uh, the twenty yard gain, the Cooper Cup that got him down for the the play right before that. So maybe he was he said, okay, I need to go back to my identity and bring bring my guys, bring the house. But Stafford burned him, and and after that insane comeback and incredible incredible luck that Brady got, um, I really thought he was going to be able to pull it off again. Twenty three was nothing for him. So twenty seven to three, you know, what's what's another a less one less point? Like it's nothing for him. So. I thought it was going to happen, but Stafford made some incredible throws, and that bomb to Cooper Cup was his best throw of the season. And he just yeah. found his biggest of his yeah. career, biggest yeah, biggest throw of his career. Yeah, uh, and and gets down in time to spike it with four seconds left. Like they didn't even have a timeout; they got down to spike it. Just absolutely incredible awareness, incredible play. He he completely defied my expectations, and I thought. Every <laughs> every uh, drive, I was like, "Here, here comes the Stafford pick six. Here comes the Stafford special this year." I know it's Me gonna too. happen. Me too. Brady, 
Brady is just is so lucky. He's gonna he's gonna will his defense to uh to a pick six or a turnover, and that the fumbles were happening, but but uh, it wasn't you know like the the one that went over his head wasn't his fault, and and the the mistakes were not Stafford's fault. He played a flawless game, um, and he was doing all he could to keep his team in the game, and then he won them the game with an, an incredible throw and just absolutely legacy changing throw right there, and now he's a chance to go to Super Bowl. If you yeah, didn't think at some point when Brady got the ball back and it was like 27, I don't know, whatever, 10. And if you didn't think he was going to win at that, then you haven't been watching football for the last 20 years. Like every, <laughs> even Rams fans were sitting there like, there's, we're not going to win. We're just not going to win the game. We're just not. There's no way. There's just no way. And, and, and Brady, knew, I mean, that was so typical. Brady. <laughs> it was so, it was so crazy. And, and, and I can't believe the Rams pulled it off. To me, it's like, it's, it's unbelievable that the Rams pulled it off. Brady did everything he could, and his defense just defense just didn't show up. That was it was an incredible game. I I think that was a better game than 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 the last game of the night. But we're not going to talk about that. That's for another time. I, I heard people complaining on Twitter that the two calls in the beginning of the game changed the whole outcome. The the Brady the no no uh, pass uh, roughing the passer on Brady, and then the penalty on Vita Vea. Yeah, when like Stafford kicked him or something, oh, Sue was taunting or something on yeah. Vita Vea, and he didn't do anything. So people were saying that that kind of changed the outcome a lot, and the refs weren't calling it for Brady yet, like they usually do. Yeah, yeah, do yeah I think the big key to this game, the big key to this game was, was just the, uh, the 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 fact that Brady we we mentioned right. I was I I, I got to tell you in terms of predictions for games and in game props and stuff like that, I was just dead wrong the entire weekend. Except for me predicting the Chiefs to beat the Bills, I got nothing else right. Uh, but I said, listen, you know, uh, Tristan Wirfs might, 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 might miss the game, as Yehuda pointed out. And, you know, he's the best pass blocking um, tackle in the league. So that was huge. But Brady can get the ball out of his hands quickly. Even though you're going up against the likes of Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Leonard Floyd, those big boys up front, you know, you still have, you know, the, the Brady who's perfectly suited for this. He can compensate for that. It, it, it come it came back to bite them. You know, Trishan Worth's backup was getting shredded. And, you know, when they had to single cover Aaron Donald, he was shredding opposing linemen as he normally does when he's single covered. So it was just the, the Rams pass rush constantly getting to Brady. Guys not getting open quick enough, not having the playmakers to go open quick enough in order for him to release the ball quickly. And uh, Brady had a tough day. He had a tough day. Yeah, you saw back. them. You saw them transition Gronk into just going on Aaron Donald. Locker. Lucky with him because they needed somebody. And you know that's limiting. That's limiting Brady's you know passing options. Also, the double threat. They're removing Gronk from you know the equation a little bit. I mean, even their their left tackle Donovan Smith was getting absolutely toasted by by uh, you know not even Von Miller by like Ebucam and their other their other uh, backup pass rushers. So Brady was under duress a lot a lot during the game. But but uh, I thought it wouldn't matter because Tom Brady and he was getting all the breaks and he was and he was. Um, it was able to come back from from a 27-10 after the after he fumbled it. I thought okay, I, I thought okay, that's it. That's going to be game. But then we got that crazy 20-yard fumble where they basically, you know, the Bucks basically gained 20 yards on a fumble because they fumble it to the right. It was nuts. Fumble it right back, and so I gave him a free 20 yards. And so I said, okay, here this is comeback time. This is it. And but but we can't we can't give um. We, I think we have to hold Brady into some some regard. Like the, he made some mistakes and he was missing some throws that he, he should have made early on that could have kept them, you know, somewhat in the game. And the defense, while they were 
Um, they were also getting toasted like for the, the 70 yard touchdown that we saw. Um, they, they, um, they were making plays like the, the one where they, they uh, forced the fumble on Cam Akers. And because if he scores right there and they go up, I think that would have made it 27 to three. And then they would have gotten the ball back and they probably would score, make it 34 to three. Then it's, then it's over. I, Tom Brady can't do that, but to, to hold them and to, to keep it at 20 to three, because we knew the Rams were going to score at, you know, during the second half and they made it 27 to three. Then you're like, okay, they, Tom Brady still has a chance. And they were forcing all these fumbles and, and getting a little lucky in the fumbles, but, but uh, Tom Brady uh, made most of the plays that he needed to. But early on, he was he was missing throws, and even on the on the comeback drive, we could see him missing like these these ten yard out routes that he usually hits. So um, I was a little confused, like how how that's happening. If, you know, he's still playing in the prime of his career, but but it, it comes down to Stafford. Stafford um, Stafford uh, made made the throw, the legacy defining throw, and was able to win, and um, and finished off Brady. And now now Brady, like we talked about Rogers questions going into the offseason, the Brady questions are. Are going to be strong now as well. Yeah, certainly. Um, you know, obviously Stafford almost fumbled at the end of the game, so there were a lot of like impact fumbles there. Actually, I think they didn't even rule it as a fumble in the end, even though he did recover. But anyway, now Stafford played great, got him credit, and obviously, you know, outplayed Brady in this game. So we had, you know, Jimmy G beating <laughs> um, uh, Rogers. We had uh, uh, what's his name? We had uh, Stafford beating Brady. So it was pretty crazy. Any final thoughts on the game before we move on? All right. Rams could go play two straight games in their home stadium. Yes, that was – I point that on Twitter. That's a, a very good point. All right, let's move on. Bills Chiefs. So this was an absolutely crazy game, obviously, right? Some would argue the craziest game of the weekend. Some would argue one of the craziest games they've seen in recent memory. People forget quickly about Chargers Raiders, right? I mean, yeah. you know, in the moment, that game was absolutely nuts. We were calling one of the craziest games of all time. Um, now, if we try to, you know, put them up against each other, which one was crazier? Maybe because of the ramifications of the game was a divisional round. That was also essentially a playoff game in a lot of ways, but this is, was a little deeper into the playoffs, obviously. But um, this was just an absolutely crazy game from beginning to end. Crazy how we were discussing that the over, you know, almost didn't hit 40. So what, 54 and a half was the, was the over under. It was at 47 points with two minutes left. And then not only did the over hit after the next touchdown, it just got clobbered because that was nuts. Uh, NFL research pointed out that it was the first time in NFL playoffs history that there were three lead changes in the last two minutes of the game, which was just crazy. Not only three lead changes, like you had just bursts of scores, right? You had Josh Allen marching down the field, boom. And then you had Tyreek Hill in, the, in, in an instant, just running down the field and a touchdown. And then you had Josh Allen again, 62 seconds. What did I tell you, Huda? Me and Yehuda were obviously, do, uh, you know, we're, we're discussing it during the game. And I'm like, Tyreek Hill right now, go down at the one. I was screaming, go down at the one. 62 seconds, three timeouts. Yehuda didn't like it. But 62 seconds, three timeouts. Josh Allen has been cooking the entire game, and you are giving this man an opportunity with six. It's over a minute left. It's not 20 seconds left. It's three timeouts. You have the whole field at your disposal. Go down at the one. And and by the way, we didn't even bring this up with the Bucks Rams in the last game, right? Like, why, why, why score there with what 37 seconds left? They scored again. I don't like the strategy. I like a, today's NFL teams can score in an instant. I like burning the clock. I like burning the clock. It's my theory. You go down at the one, you are not guaranteed a touchdown, but you are guaranteed pretty much a field goal, and you are almost guaranteed a touchdown. If you can't score, you have four chances, essentially, right, to score a touchdown there. 
Um, I'm taking my chances at four chances from the half yard line to score a touchdown and not giving Josh Allen the ball back. That's my opinion. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> 13 seconds left. Mahomes goes down. And just what are the Bills? I mean, there's – I know I've gone nuts like seven times already. But Travis Kelsey's wide open in the middle of the field. You know, Travis Kelsey in, in his post-game um, interview, there were, you know, Mahomes was pretty much saying it was a very cool interview. He was pretty much saying like – that wasn't even the play for Travis Kelsey. And Travis just, like, changed it. He just ran his own route at the line. He's like, yo, I'm going to do this. And Holmes is like, you know what? Why not do it? The defense is giving it to us. And he ran right up the middle and just got, like, 30 yards and got a lot of yards after after catch as well. And the question is, why – what – you don't have to cover the sidelines. Like, they have two timeouts left. Like, why leave the middle of the field open? Yes, I understand that's a strategy generally at the end of the game if you can't stop the clock. But the Chiefs had every opportunity to stop the clock, and the middle of the field's wide open, and Travis Kelsey is their favorite weapon in these late-game situations in the middle of the field. How many times have we talked about Yehuda? Middle of the field, quarterbacks love it. Even veterans like Patrick Mahomes, they'll take the middle of the field if they can get it. Veterans, he's in their fourth year, but he plays like a veteran. They'll take that They'll take that if they can get it, right? What, what, what happened at the end of this game with these defenses? It was just... Crazy. It was pandemonium. So, so interesting that you say that. I didn't I didn't hear that where he said Kelsey ran his own route. But if you look on that play where where he throws to Kelsey where they had eight seconds left, you know, he had thrown to Hill to play before. But if you look on the play, he double clutched for a second and then he's like, Oh, Kelsey's running a go route, you know, up the seam and, and he and he hits him, hits him <laughs> past a 30-yard gain. And I was wondering, I said, I was thinking, what what are you double clutching for? Are you pump faking? I I like I don't understand why you were right. That that was pass, but then but he's like, oh, okay, he's running, his, he's doing his own thing. But that's the trust and the connection that they have. Incredible play. But but yeah, we're still we're we're still going to to argue about that uh, going down because I said nothing is guaranteed in the NFL, and you got to take what you can get. And that that seemed like the time the time where I mean, granted they did have they did have a honey badger out and they had a bunch of injuries in the secondary, but that seemed like the, the time in the in the game where the, the Chiefs are going to score, there's a minute left. Josh Allen, this the moment would have been too big for him, and he's going to make some mistake. And the Chiefs, <laughs> with that one defensive stop that's going to happen in the game, is going to win them the game. And then no one got that defensive stop. Honestly, like both teams nope. didn't, didn't make a defensive stop in in that uh, uh, in that critical situation, and that's now creating you know some controversy with the overtime coin flip, which that, that's a whole nother conversation, but. All in all, this game was absolutely insane. And I saw that uh, Patrick Mahomes actually had the most rushing yards of any player. Uh, oh, you stole it. You stole it. Hey, cover girls. Coming to you fresh face from Sorry home. That. Remember that? I was the cover girl in 1998. He had the most rushing yards of any player in the divisional weekend. And he just put the team on his on his back and just absolutely made plays. He took with defense gave him uh, and the flats when they were playing the cover high shell. And then he hit Kelsey and Hill for the, the uh, big plays to when, when it was available. But the, the most insane, cr- crazy thing that we have never, ever, ever seen before. Granted, they had two timeouts, but to- Now I'm curious. Talk about, <laughs> we want to talk about legacy defining plays and legacy defining throws. 13 <laughs> seconds and you get the ball in field goal range. That is absolutely insane. And just, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And I thought, oh my God, the Bills are finally going to break through. Josh Allen did not make the mistake that I was expecting. Uh, he did not make the mistake. He did not shrink. He played awesome. He played really, 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 really well. But Mahomes played even better. 
and he got the ball downfield, which in 13 seconds, but in a whole nother conversation, you, I think if you, if you have a guy who's a special teams coach, someone who knows what to do in those situations, i.e. a John Harbaugh, someone from a special teams background, you squib that ball or you have a kicker and the, the Bills have a capable kicker in a bass, you kick the ball to the two, you kick a ball where they have to return it. You kick a ball that has to be returned. You make them use their four or five seconds, make them use three seconds. They have 13 seconds. That does not happen. That should not happen. You, you rush one guy on defense. You rush two guys. All you need is the clock to run out. You like a sack, a sack helps obviously, of course, but don't rush four. If you're not playing normal defense, just rush one or two, make him, I honestly could see them run rush zero. You put 11 guys back. Mahomes not going to be able to find anyone. He only has five pass catchers. He's okay. If he, if he runs for, for, uh, you know, 15 yards, well, that's great. But if he uses up seven, eight, nine seconds, then they're down to four seconds, but that was inexcusable by the, by the defense defensive uh, coordinator at the end, but still a absolutely incredible, incredible um, two. I mean, it's a drive, but it's two plays to, to pass to, to Hill and Kelsey to get them into field goal range. And then even, even though everyone is saying, Oh, it's inevitable. Like the, the chiefs got the ball first. So it's not fair. The bill should at least touch the ball. They still have to go down the field. And drive to score a game-winning touchdown. If, if yeah, definitely, Bills definitely not touching the overtime rules. Not touching the overtime. Yeah, rules. yeah, yeah we're not gonna talk about it. But, but yeah, they, you're an NFL defense. You can hold them if you hold them to a field goal. Then Josh Allen could could get a chance and, and go out there and win it with a touchdown. But Patrick Mahomes again, a game-winning drive in overtime at home with that bag shoulder, and then pandemonium just ensues. In, in, uh, in a yes, game. insane. Do we know yeah, why? Yeah. Do we know why there was no penalty called on Tyreek Hill for taunting at the end of his run? Oh, I've been trying to figure this out. Yeah, yeah it was an obvious call. People were talking about it. Like, were talking no, about they it. made a rule for this. They made a rule because of him, for him, because of him, that that, that stops people from taunting in mid-play. And out there he is doing his, his famous thing, and everyone's like, oh, he's okay, he's okay. <laughs> the Tyreek Hill rule. The Tyreek Hill rule. That's what we call it. it literally, is the Tyreek Hill, and then and then he, so I I have a hot take on this. I okay, let's go back. All right, all right. This is one of the more boring games. Okay, until about eight <laughs> minutes to go in this game, right? Finally, things started to happen. Okay, so let's be real. Literally, this game was what? Until Harrison Butker kicked a field goal with eight with nine minutes to go, eight fifty-five left on the clock. Um. And at that point, it was, what, 26-21? I mean, like, all right, it's okay. That's a close game. But nothing really was happening. Each team was scoring a quarter, a touchdown a quarter. And, you know, this thing happened. No crazy plays in the game. Josh Allen was running the ball. I mean, that was typical. And he was getting stopped at the line. It was, it was a typical. Patrick Jesus. Mahomes was running the ball. Patrick, Patrick Mahomes was running the ball. It was a typical. It wasn't this, oh, what a game. It was typical. Two very good teams. Two Two probably, you can call it the future of quarterbacks in the league, going at it. It was a typical game. It wasn't anything special. And all of a sudden, with the, in the last, like, five minutes of the game, there's, like, 7,000 points, and t- defenses are just decided to go to Cancun, and and, <laughs> and everyone else is just chilling. And the off- and all of a sudden, then touched on I literally I, – it was 26-21, and I said to my father at that point, I said, this game is, this game is going to end in the 30s because – both these teams, that's just how it is. Both these teams, yes, you know what? Credit to the offenses. They're both very capable of just clearly 
going down the field and one, two, three plays, calling it a day. They're right, just big play teams. But until the end of that game, there was no nothing that was like, whoa, got me out of my seat. You know, there was all at the end of the game. Yes, Gabe Davis got me out of my seat when he just retired somebody's ankles. I mean, you know, this, this, yes, yes, that's you know, until then, but all the way up to then, I wasn't like, and it wasn't like this, like. Chiefs Rams Monday Night Football a couple of years back that got me. I was with Rocky watching it. Maybe more than I was out of my seat most of that game, just going. What, what did you say? Who, play, who played in that game? Who played in that game? Chiefs and Chiefs and well, Rams. Wait, who can play next week in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Potentially. <laughs> my seat. Yeah. Chiefs and Rams, baby. Let's get it. But I want to say that no, the Chiefs Rams Monday Night Football game had me out of my seat because that was entertaining from start to finish. Every play, something crazy happened. This game was a typical, yes, it was a very good game. We talked about it before the week. We talked about it. This, this game is going to be insane. It's going to be such a good game. And it was. It lived up to the expectations. But everyone's now treating it as if, like, oh, this was the game of the century. What game of the century? It was the last five minutes of the century, maybe. Yeah, I'll give it that. The last five minutes of that game was, like, what, the game of the century? Oh, let's go crazy. Chargers Raiders was the same thing. Chargers Raiders was the same thing. Exactly. It wasn't crazy at all until the end. No, but that's the point. The end of the game, a crazy ending is what makes it exciting. Like, if that would happen a two minute stretch in the middle of the second quarter, nobody would have cared. It wasn't. But I mean, it would be crazy. It wasn't that exciting. It wasn't that exciting. It was what, two plays? There was zero. No, it was back and forth. Nobody got more than a double digit lead. It looked like the NBA All-Star game. There was no defense. It's about how it's not about how you start, it's about how you finish. And that that game was a back and forth both ways. And um back and last, forth. The last drive, those last couple plays, the last five minutes was was big plays. But the you had the four touchdowns touchdown, in two minutes, two and, and a half minutes. Put, you had four touchdowns. The Bills touchdown that put them ahead 29-26 with 154 left was a 17 play drive. That was a methodical um, couple fourth down uh, conversions touchdown to Gabe Davis. That was so, wild. <laughs> that was a wild drive. Yeah. That was the one drive of the game. That drive made him the drive of the year. I'll give him that. But other than that, other than that, yeah. that game that, to me was just like it was a great game. It lived up to the expectations, but it, it wasn't this. We're, we're at no, we're at this level of like this is the game of the century. It was yeah. not the game. The Chiefs Rams was a bet. The only reason is because it was playoffs. The Chiefs Rams is still to me the greatest game of the century to ever That's play. That's a factor. The magnitude of the game is certainly a yeah. factor. It's one of the biggest counts. Yeah. I'm adding it. Even with the playoff in the, on the line, it was not the most exciting game of the century. No, obviously, it was, like, good. It was good. I'm not saying right. We're not trying to suggest that. You know, just just just. I rated an eight out of ten. You Eight keep these ten. games close. Nobody got more than they got a double digit lead the entire game. As long as these games are within striking distance, yeah. you have a you have a potential for a crazy finish, and that's what you look for in these games. It's back and forth. Not, you're oh, not going to so, see anything so like eye popping in the middle of a game for the most part, right? It, 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 it doesn't Bucks matter. Keep it close so that it can be crazy at the end. You're telling me the whole the Bucks Rams game officially is a good game. It was a horrible game. That was one of the worst. No, that was I, I was watched. about to say. I was about to say if according to your logic, that was a, is this my, is this mine? Probably. Yes. Yeah, that was mine. According to your logic. According to your logic. Wait, according to your logic, Bucks Rams was an awful game. Not just not just an awful. I mean, you were blowing them out the entire game. Here at least it was close, right? You had a close. That's sort of but but here you had it just 27-3 off. Okay, they made a couple plays at the end to make it close. But like, you know, that's not the logic. It was still a great game. Everyone was still hyping it up. I'm sure it got great ratings. Everyone was going nuts on social media because you had that crazy ending. Yeah. Yeah. 
back and forth. It was Brady. It was two scores. He um, needed two scores. It was Brady needing two. Brady needing two scores with a quarter to go. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing for him. Yeah. Routine. Back and forth is what makes it exciting. And games, yeah. games where um, we expect the Chiefs to then to just take over and finish finish them off. But like we saw, they were up 23-14 after they missed the extra point. And then Josh Allen responded with one pass, gave Davis 75-yard touchdown, and just and just threw the Bills back in the game. This, it was it was back and forth all game. I don't know how you could say this game wasn't excited. Obviously, yeah. people Prisoners of the moment. They're going to say it lived the moment. It lived up to the hype. You, you're, you're missing the point. I'm not talking about the fact. I'm not saying, oh, boring game, two out of ten. No, it got an eight out of ten. It, it lived up to the hype that we talked about, but it didn't exceed the hype. We literally expected a crazy finish. We knew it was going to be a crazy. That finish. didn't exceed. We did. No one, no one expected this ending. Come on, yeah, that was nice. We expected a crazy finish. Yes, it was exceptional. It was a wild finish, but it wasn't. First of all. A good finish, by the way, to me, would have been if there were defensive stops towards the end of the game. There was nothing. Yeah, defensive literally sat back and went on vacation. That is what is Those expected. Teams. You're not expected to drive down the field with 13 seconds and get a field goal. That's why it, it blew past. No, That's no, you are expected. No, a guy like five, Mr. $500 million man is expected to drive down the field with ease. It's when you no stop him and yeah. you stop no the $500 million. Dollar. I'm just upset that the Bills lost, okay? I don't want to talk about it much more than that, but. Let's just go okay. back. Well, I I'll, I'll give you this. Mahomes in the Super Bowl. That's the last person I want to see. I especially don't. I don't want to see Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Let's just keep it at that. Other factors to Mahomes taking the Super Bowl is even worse, right? Yeah. It's not just Mahomes that goes to the Super Bowl. It's it's everyone else that's Mahomes that goes to the Super Bowl. I don't want to see Terry Kill in the Super Bowl. I want to see. Chelsea. I don't care. I'd rather see Joe freaking Burrow, who's my arch nemesis, division rival, go to the Super Bowl. I mean, you can dream it. I, I mean, if you will, it, it is no dream, but it, it's it's a little bit of a dream right now. If you, the Bills, who are the, the best defense in the league, can't get a 13-second stop, okay, on Patrick Mahomes. Who was it at 13? You, I could have made, you know, let's talk about that last play, the Kelsey play. That yeah. defender lined up on Kelsey. There was no one there. Yeah. He completely is running towards the sideline. He's running yeah. Towards the Bahamas, that guy. <laughs> the, uh, the safety, the safety was running to North to, to North Korea. They were like, "Here, Kelsey, take it. Here's this oh, wide okay. open. Here's here's the Atlantic Ocean. We're gonna give you Atlantic." It wasn't even bad defense. They literally just were like, "Oh, oh, play underneath." Like it wasn't even playing. Like okay, I'll let everything underneath. That means you build a freaking wall at, at ten yards deep. And you allow everything underneath. First of all, the worst team to do that to is to Terry is the Chiefs because they just give it to Terry Kill seven yards deep, and then he outruns all of you. So it's stupid. So you play one. You want to play like that? You play one guy on Terry. You play one guy on Travis Kelsey. Man on man, and everyone else can play prevent. I mean, it was just so stupid. It, whoever made the play call should literally lose his job yesterday. Last night he should have been cut. Whether it was McDermott who called out the prevent defense like that, whether it's the defensive coordinator, whoever it is, they got to go. It was like Moses splitting the sea. I want to. Why didn't Why didn't Travis Kelsey just like Why didn't they just let him go and then would the clock have run out or would they have called it dead? I got a text. I got a text when the Chiefs got the ball with one fifty left. I got a text message. Someone said if the Bills were smart, they would just let him score on one play and then take the ball and waste time and score on the last play. Yeah, you know. That's what they did. Maybe they let Tyreek Hill score on purpose. Yeah. Well. Yeah, they stopped 13 seconds. Oh, 13 seconds. Nothing's guaranteed. I, I think, Rocky, we were, I was talking about that in the moment, but I think uh, when you give yourself up, 
then you you go down and I think you're right. Gonna call the timeout no matter what. And the fact that it got three seconds, it wasn't even one second. They drove down the field in 10 seconds. <laughs> they, didn't take 12, they didn't take 12 and a half seconds. They drove down the field in 10 seconds. That's what lifts this pass, right? Like, Meisty, you were expecting the defensive stop. You were expecting the one team to make a defensive play. And we said, okay, it all comes down to one defensive stop. This is what we've talked about Who? many times, the big Who? offenses. And then it did. no one made a stop. That is what is crazy. Who no here one. thought that Harrison Bucker's kick was just going to go wide left? Yeah. And it would have just been un- I literally would have lost myself. I would that, that would have made it interesting. That would be like yeah. yeah. But yeah. Credit. even more interesting would have been um the refs were talking to Andy Reid at the end there. Remember they they blew all the fireworks. They said, Oh, we're going to the AFC championship game. And then they're like, Oh nope, Kelsey bobbled it a little bit, and then like a football. <laughs> Romo went nuts. Oh, it's not over yet, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh damn, it's not uh, over, Jim. Oh, it's over, Jim. Oh, it's over. <laughs> Over. Uh, um, by the way, I got I got to say I got to give a shout out to Josh Allen. Okay, the man in two playoff games, six hundred thirty-seven yards, forty-eight for sixty-two through the air, oh, nine buddy. touchdown passes, and don't forget, one hundred thirty-three yards on the ground, seventeen carries. That is literally seven point eight yards per carry. Just absolutely nuts. But ultimately, it uh, was Mahomes. Not not throughout the course of the game. Like as oh, if you, you lose Oh, we lost Rocky. We lost Rocky. Oh. You could have continued from where he left off. Uh, yeah. Rocky, hold on. I'll no, wait for Rocky. Rocky's going to come think, back. Like, I think the defense gave him, and ultimately he came out on top. <laughs> He's but, back. Yeah, we lost you for a second. <laughs> yeah, 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 Rocky. Good thing, Rocky. Good thing. <laughs> Rocky, but did we lose you? When did you lose me? Expound yeah. your amazing wisdom. Mid-sentence, we, we, we lost you. <laughs> yeah. Was he gone again? Yeah. Oh, he's gone again. Oh, um, no, <laughs> No, the one thing is, I, I did as soon as they interviewed Mahomes, I was like, if he doesn't say something about Josh Allen before he even says anything else, whether it's his team, like he had to just talk about Josh Allen before yeah. he even said like, oh, it's my team and my coaching, like he he and he went right for it. He was like, dude, Josh Allen is the man. That it's, was unreal. It's so entertaining to watch him run and like escape the pocket, he, like runs around. And he just bodies people. What's his bodies is, defenders just running across the line of scrimmage. It's amazing to watch. It's unreal. But you have guys like Mahomes when they scramble. Mahomes looks so on a flat. He looks like his brother. He's no, like his he arms like his are kind of when he's waiting. running. And you're like, just tackle the man. Just grab yeah. him. And then, like, he just, like, he, like, scrimmers away. And you're like, oh, my God. That was the slowest in the 2019 AFC Championship game. was the slowest 30-yard touchdown run against the Titans <laughs> I've ever seen. And, and, and he's so like slow. Yeah, he's so he does not look very unathletic. He does not look very athletic, but but like Morty oh, said, yeah. Josh Allen running is just he is just <laughs> he's a trait. He's he's six five. He's like Ben Roethlisberger size, but but leaner, faster, and bigger. And he runs into people. And By the way, also the threat that the threat that Josh Allen brings on like while he's scrambling to just be able to launch the ball yeah. off balance. Like it's something. If Lamar had that, you, it, it it would be. Lamar, I mean, we the Ravens. We talking about the Ravens in, in the Super Bowls. Like no. Josh Allen has that a bit, a bit, like that threat of just being like, as he's about to like cross over the line, he's like, I got a guy wide open. Oh, and I can still throw. Right. None of the defenders are going to come up. They have to play defense until the last second when he yep. finally yeah. is full crosses the line, and then then they can run. Until yeah. then, I, I'm, I'm upset with Diggs. I thought Diggs would have a much bigger game. I know they were obviously playing very tight defense to him, but like. When you're supposed to be, you know, you want to be the best receiver in football, you got to show up when your team needs you. Like, he, nope. he, uh, he showed up, like, 
the fact is that yes, Gabriel Davis had four touchdowns. Like there was no big plays from Diggs. There was no screens. Just like let it. Like they need. You have to get like that's a, that's why the, the Packers, Devontae Adams, they overuse that 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 you know yeah. let the star perform. The star needs to perform. I don't know why. I have to go back and really look into why Diggs just wasn't. You know what? What was he doing on routes? Why was he just like? Because like, oh, we all talked about this Diggs revenge game, Diggs revenge game, and like there was no Diggs revenge game. And then they didn't even have Diggs on the sideline at the end of the game. He already was. They had Isaiah McKenzie crying like, who, 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 yeah. who? No one cares about Isaiah McKenzie. Probably won't even be on the team next year. <laughs> Gabe, you guys have me back. You guys hear me? Yeah. All right, good. Um, I, I don't know what you guys were talking about the last couple minutes, but I'm sure it was uh, it was very entertaining. Oh, yeah, okay, your awesome. take. What was your take that you were giving us? It was wisdom. No, I was, so I was rattling wisdom. off some stats. I was rattling off some stats. I was saying that Josh Allen, you know, had a very impressive playoff run here, right? Um, and uh, so, you know, obviously completed, you know, 48 of his 62 passes, 637 yards, on the ground, 7.8 yards per carry, 17 carries, 138 yards of 133 yards. And nine touchdown passes, and yet he'll be going out in the divisional round. So it's very sad. Only one game. He only gets one win out of those two games um, and doesn't even make, reach the AFC Championship game because Mahomes was just, you know, ice water in his veins. I said throughout the game, if you look at the game in a scope, Allen actually outplayed Mahomes. But just in that fourth quarter in overtime, Mahomes was near perfect. And that's what it came down to, right? You had Mahomes coming out on top, making the plays when he needed to, and just outplaying Allen at the end of the game. Just outplaying. Allen did everything he could, but Mahomes just did a little more because um, he had the last chance. <laughs> Tony Romo mentioned it last night during the broadcast that uh, the record for most touchdowns in the postseason is 11. <laughs> the guy had nine in two games, and he's not even in, he's, he, and he's, right. and he's going home. It, it's Correct. insane. Like, imagine if he wins, he, he, he probably breaks the record next week. Like, I mean, like, that's just, uh, it, it, yeah, like, as, and Rocky, you missed what I said it, but, um, you know, after the game, they interviewed Mahomes, right? And I sat turn, I was watching my father, and I was like, oh, he's going to mention Josh Allen first. If not, he's, he's a jerk. You know, and the first thing Mahomes said was like, shout out to what I, I forgot exactly the right. word he used, but basically shout out Josh Allen for a heck of a game. And I was like, and that's why he gets paid $500 million. <laughs> right. Well, you saw at the end of the game when they were all celebrating and he sort of like ran out of the celebration to like you know, hug, hug Josh right. Allen at the end of the game. Sure. Yeah, there it is. Right. They said, go, you know, legend, respecting legend um, over the, there. So the, a lot of people expect NFL, us to be putting in. The NFL should use that extra week 18 game and just, pick like rivals each team and that's who they play. I'm like, this should just be the matchup. As long as Mahomes and, 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 and Island are there, there should be a game at some point every year for the next, I don't know, 10 years that just have the Bills Chiefs matchup. Yeah, definitely. Well, they will because they're always in first place. So they'll play again next year and, you know, good, good chance they'll play again in the playoffs. We'll have to see the Patriots. Maybe, maybe yeah. you know, if the Patriots have been coming all of a sudden. Stefan Diggs will have to, uh, I don't know if he was out there last night on the field because it wasn't like the celebration when you win the championship, right? There's confetti and there's trophy ceremony, but maybe he was out there watching them celebrate. I don't know, but he'll have to soak it in and try again next year because did you he hear was what, not much uh, of a did you hear that what McF McPherson said to Joe Burrow McPherson before he went out to kick it? Yeah, did you hear what he said to Josh yeah. to, to Joe Burrow before he went out to kick it? Oh yeah. What's so that? He went in, he turned to him and he said, We're going to the AFC championship game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Burrow is all over that. That was funny. <laughs> um, I know. Burrow's got that swagger. That's what people like about him. Yeah. Yeah, McPherson was a pretty legendary moment. But uh Yeah, it was. He hit that clutch. There was some clutch field goals. Um, so that's it, right? Do you have any, uh, anyone have any closing words before we wrap it up here? Yeah, I mean, I saw something that said that this might've been the, the Super Bowl. you know, predicted it even before the actual insane game that was 
hyped up and lived up to the hype and maybe even surpassed the hype. <laughs> yeah. But but I, I kind of agree because I don't know if I can see uh, any any team beating beating the Chiefs. And if the Bills would have won, I, I think I, I would have taken them to go to the Super Bowl and probably win um, and beat any any NFC team that's thrown at them. So it, it's it's um it's tough that it, this was the divisional round. And and like Meisty said that Josh Allen had nine touchdowns. Imagine yeah, how much he could have shattered that 11 touchdown record set by none other than Joe Flacco postseason record. But imagine how much he how many more touchdowns he could have thrown in the postseason. But uh this it, it, yeah like it's frustrating that it was in in the divisional round and not with AFC championship stakes. Um, yeah on it but it's it still was an incredible and amazing to watch and just, just a legendary game that, that will go down in NFL history for sure you, I just a, just a quick note for the future of this podcast we don't mention such names on this podcast <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I'm new, I'm new. he went to an AFC championship game though he wasn't an AFC chain he won a Super Bowl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really this is, um, this. Yeah, well, so the Bills will obviously have to wait one more year to get their first Super Bowl in franchise history, right? One of the more disappointing um, teams that haven't had one being that they lost four straight Super Bowls. So obviously they'll have to wait. And then, you know, something tells me they'll be back and uh, they'll be competing for Super Bowls for years to come. (laughs) Okay, thank you for joining us, everyone. It's been a blast. It was an incredible weekend of football. We can only hope for even half of that next weekend. Listen, Niners, Rams, and we have Bengals, Cheese, which were two of the best games of the season down the stretch. So, you know, we have hope. We have hope for some good football. We'll have to wait a few more days for that. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We'll, of course, have the previews for those games later in the week. Um, That's going to be great. It's going to be a lot of fun. So much to break down there. So many great matchups. In the meantime, thank you for joining us, everyone, and have a great day.